yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is Hecabor. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. Ah, <laughs> oh, crap. I thought you were recording. No, dude. I was like, edit. I'm not that edit fucking here. stupid. Edit here. I'm going to leave that in so she can go, what the hell were you guys talking about? <laughs> I'll say, I don't fucking know. <laughs> and I really won't remember. So That's he, easy enough. You're the best confidant. Yeah. He may have said something. Yeah, what was it? I'll be like, w- w- when was this? <laughs> so just roll her eyes and be like, fucking idiot yeah it's like you know i really don't oh this is stand-up dads this is rob and mike (laughs) last week we talked about getting your adult kids to move the fuck out and this week we're going to talk about what happens when they screw up and have to move back in yes so i guess that's a phenomenon called boomerang kids yeah i'm kind of familiar with it because i got booted out when i was 19 yeah i lived with a friend's sister who taught me a lot and i was a horrible roommate so if you're listening, Priscilla, thank you so much, and I owe you a huge apology. Like, I didn't know how to do laundry. I even asked her, so do you have to take the buttons off the shirts before you wash them? Or, and she was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> She's, she helped you a lot. I ended up living with uh, Doug, mm-hmm. so that helped a lot because before that I was in the dorms and then I was at mom's house. So, yeah, those days were really bad where I wouldn't, like me and my friend Brian that lived with him, we wouldn't, it would be like, who can leave the stuff in the in the garbage, sink the longest? Yeah. Who can leave the garbage the longest? You know, until Doug would be mad. <laughs> Poor Doug. Yeah. And you wonder why you can't bring girls to the house. <laughs> <laughs> What's that smell? Oh, my God. We're in the driveway. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Well, so, yeah, I lived with her for a while, and then she finally booted me out because I was a shit roommate. I don't blame her. And then I ended up living. I didn't know you got booted out. It wasn't like a booted out, but it was just kind of like, yeah, it's probably best to find somewhere else to go. Dang. I don't blame her at all. And then I ended up living with a girl that was cutting my hair at the time. Yeah. Nothing was happening. She had a boyfriend and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then I came to find out, you know, I first I thought, oh, she likes to party because there was always something going on over there. And yeah. it was promised a room. It's like, oh, he's moving out, but he's just not out yet. So I ended up having to live sleep on the couch in the living room. Yeah. Because the guy kept saying, oh, you know. He didn't actually ever But she was still up. collecting rent from me. Oh. And then I started noticing things like little candy jars all throughout the house with like, you know, pretty much pot powders and pills. Oh, my God. So it was always a party going on over there. So pretty much realized that she was a fucking meth head. Oh, my God. How long did it take for it to dawn on you? Well, because slowly you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, well, because I was working nights at the time. So I didn't see a lot of the stuff that was going on. So I was working nights and going to school during the day. So I was really not around that much. Yeah. But when I was like, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. What is happening? Yeah. So then I finally, I ended up being there for months, just staying on the couch. The guy never fucking moved out. So then I was like, fuck. And then I ended up getting back into my parents' house. I was still like 19, maybe 20. And then, but I had a whole new respect for what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think when I was like 21, I moved out again and, 
you know, lived with uh, Bill and Peter for years and then yeah. just me and Bill and then my mom had some health stuff and my dad had a heart attack and I was like, fuck, now I got to go back there. Yeah, go help. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then after like a year with that, once they got back on their feet uh, and me, because it definitely did help not having to pay rent for a year. Yeah. Uh, I got a gig as like an apartment manager and did that. Till I, I remember like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was living with uh, the one who shall not be named. And then yeah. uh, we moved out from there after my dad died and moved closer to my mom at those apartments above, like below Cal State. Oh, okay. And then we broke up and then I went back to my mom's just like, fuck it, man. I'm just going to do this for a while. Yeah. And then I left again after that. So I think yeah. I went back and forth like five times Yeah. between 19 and 30. To help too, though. That's yeah. Some yeah. of it was for that, and some of it. But the thing is, it was I was helping them, but they were also helping me. Yeah, totally. I mean, you pretty much shit. You moved out with Doug, and then you got fucking married, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So I, but I had a lot of help. My mom helped me, yeah. and my dad helped me through college and when I was even first renting until I got a a job, you know. And they've helped me over the years too. So they've still helped. I just haven't move back in yeah yeah i always used to joke with them because my dad used to say like move back in or something and i'd be like if i move in i'm gonna retire <laughs> and he's like no no not like that i'm like no i'm gonna retire and you guys are gonna like yeah i'll retire with you let me move in now and they're like hmm <laughs> my dad's the one of the two parents is like mm, i don't know they got were like yeah that yeah great. my dad's like mm, i don't know about that <laughs> And I don't think me being around, you know, I think I, I, I think I would wear out my welcome because they're much more mellow. <laughs> now. Yeah. <laughs> this is true now. Yeah. Well, uh, there's a comedian named Jeff Allen who talks about boomerang kids. Here yeah. goes. I want to ask a question right off the bat. I, I, if you have a teenager at home, applaud. Let me get kind of a feeling. Okay. All right. Thank you. I ask that question just about every show I do, and that's pretty much all it ever gets in response. It's just a woo. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> now listen to this. If you had a teenager and they grew up and they moved out of your home, applaud. <laughs> Always a lot more life behind that one. <laughs> I got some bad news for you. They're coming back. I don't know what the government's calling this generation, but I'm calling it the boomerang generation. My youngest son left my house at 18, came back home at 19, actually said this to me. You don't know what it's like out there. It's awful. That phone bill, Dad, it kept coming every month. Oh, man. You don't know what it's like out there. I'll still never forget that feeling I got when I realized, shit, I have to work every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, there's no breaks for summer. There's no... You don't understand it, yeah. Well, I got a couple of links in here in the show notes. Uh, first one's called Boomerang Trend of Young Adults. Living with Parents is Rising. So yeah, they're blaming it on high rents, job insecurity, and coronavirus lately for nearly two-thirds of under 35s having, to re- having returned or remained in the family home. So over 60% of... People between uh, under 35 are still living at home. COVID definitely skewed that really badly. Yeah. In the UK, you know, they're talking about this job market, low wages, 
sky-high private rents. There was a low borough research found 71% of young single adults were living with their parents during, during their early 20s, and 54% were living at the parental home in their late 20s, uh, falling to a third of those in their early 30s, and just all sorts of crap. And it just talks about the awkward situation it brings up and you know how they have to negotiate things like rent and bills because, hey, you know, you're not going to live here for free anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this clip, I've never done this one before, but... We've all watched The Family Feud when you're staying home sick from school yeah, or work yeah. or whatever. This one actually applies. Here goes. All right, guys, let's go. We got the top six answers on the board. Your adult son moved in five years ago. How do you get rid of it? Get rid of all the food. Throw the food get out. Rid- <laughs> <laughs> Throw the food out. Make him pay. Make him pay. All right, Tiffany, if your adult son moved in five years ago, how do you get rid of him? I'm gonna make him do chores. Make him do chores. Wow, not enough. Colton, your adult son moved in five years ago. How do you get rid of him? Just tell him to get out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, just tell him to get out. That was the number one answer, by the way. That was the number one answer. Get out. (laughs) Your adult son moved in five years ago. How do you get rid of him? Walk around the house house naked, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Let it all hang out. Let it hang out. Yes, sir. Walk around naked. (laughs) (laughs) I like that he laughs for that one. Walk around naked. Yep. Uh, so yeah, the other answers that did not get answered were, uh, number six was cut the cable or internet. Oh. Number five was find him a mate. That seems like a lot of work. Yeah. And number three was move or sell your house. Wow. <laughs> I think that explains like why RVs are popular with some retirees. Cause that's true. Yeah. You can't catch up to them. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's I no th- room for you in the RV. Sorry. Oh, there's plenty of room. We're just going to be going to the Grand Canyon or these horrible things. Yeah, you're going to be stuck with us. Yeah. I get it. And then if you do end up getting stuck, uh, there's Michael Costa. He's a writer on The Daily Show. Uh huh. He has some tips for you as to what to do. Here goes. A lot of you are moving back in with your parents for the winter. Now, I don't mean to brag, but I'm something of an expert when it comes to living with my parents. I was 38 years old, I got hired on The Daily Show, and I was sleeping in a twin bed at my parents' house, and it was nice. (laughs) 28 with your parents, something went wrong, you know, but 38 is nice, man. (laughs) So here are a few pointers for living with mom and pop. A curtain is not a door. They can still hear you watching porn. No matter what they tell you, they do not remember the Wi-Fi password. Save yourself some time and call the cable company right now. Watch a lot of Fox News. This is a great way to catch up on all your old person slang, like fake news CNN and radical left-wing vaccine orgies. If you get in a fight with your father, shout, oh yeah, well you're not even my real dad. At best, it'll hurt his feelings, and at worst, it'll confuse him. Wear breathable underwear. That's not parent-related. I just find it much more comfortable. Eat a late (laughs) breakfast. That way, you'll be ready for lunch when they eat dinner at 4. If your dad gives you $5 to go to the store and get a treat, take it and leave immediately, as he's trying to bang your mom. (laughs) (laughs) 
you. <laughs> <laughs> That's hell funny. Uh, get the fuck out. Here's a link for something called Eight Important Rules for Adult Children Living with Their Parents. It's just like some guides for, you know, it's like telling the parents, remind them that it's your house. Yeah. Uh, have a proper talk about the rules. Negotiate using spare shared spaces, you know, like the kitchen and stuff and yeah. all that. Uh, then they go into a whole thing about to charge or not to charge. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you can, you're not helping them in the big picture by just letting them hang out for nothing. Yeah. Give them some incentive to get out and make sure everyone pulls their own weight with chores. Kids, even though they're, you know, even though they're your kids, they're still adults. They should behave like grownups. Yeah. On the flip side, parents should respect their child's adulthood. You know, I know that no matter how old our kids get, we're still going to see them as 10. Yeah. But also at the same time, the parents should be treated with courtesy too. Yeah. Like when your dad does give you five bucks to get out, leave because he's trying to bang your mom. Yeah. Yuck. Uh, <laughs> and then along the lines of that, there is George Wang talking about what it's like living with his parents. My name is uh, George Wang Jr. And uh, my parents still call me Jr. And it, it's not really working out to my advantage, you know, because I'm an adult now and I just move back home. And I got women calling the house, you know, like, hi, can I uh, please speak to George? Okay, hold on. Junior! <laughs> that phone is for you! And she always acts like it's the first time I've ever come in contact with the lady, you know? It's a lady! <laughs> Start dancing around, you know? It's the moon. I got it! Hang up! I got it! Well, you don't Hey, uh, sorry about that. Uh, my roommate could be a little obnoxious. <laughs> okay, so that would suck. <laughs> sorry, I just got something from the wife, and this has nothing to do with any of this, but it's fucking with my head. Bill Cosby to be released from prison after conviction overturned. What? Yeah. So it looks like Supreme Court of Pennsylvania vacated what? his 2018 conviction on sexual assault charges. Why? Because he, I don't know. It doesn't say what they're recent. They didn't, they don't. Have I just got the headline. and I'm looking through it right now. This is bad for the show. What? But Cosby will be released as soon as practical. What the what? fuck? That's awful. Ah, boy. They threw, threw it out. Well, if you're one of Bill Cosby's kids, go home and live with him for a while. Oh, my God. So it doesn't even say what they... Uh... I don't know. We'll have to go into it later. But it just came out. So anyway, then final thing is how to parent a boomerang kid. You know, they go into the whole causes, which we've talked about. Yeah. And just how it fucks with the kids. Because it's a... I mean, for most adults, it's a kick in the teeth having to move back home. Yeah. Man, it's fucked up for the parents. Because, you know, sometimes... I mean, sometimes they love it. But sometimes it's like, well, fuck, you know, I was, this was our golden years. We were going to travel or do whatever. And I'm going to watch out for your ass. Yeah. They're just talking about, you know, tough although love. my mom told me recently, the golden years are bullshit. Go do stuff while you still can it's do true. it. <laughs> totally true. Yeah. Their whole thing is use tough love, resist the urge to bail them out because that fucking sucks. Right now, if you have a little kid that's nowhere near that, now's the time to stop being a helicopter parent because... If you keep it up, they're going to rely on you all the fucking time. Yeah. Which, it's a tough, it's a fine line, but yeah, you want them to be able to, like, I got this, and not even think yeah. twice. We try to be purposeful in, in the ones, like, 
you know, if she's having trouble with friends, for the most part, try to coach her through it, but let her work her way through it, you know, especially like with bullying and stuff like that. But if it comes, it gets to a certain point, then we'll go ahead above that. But if it's anything that's, she would have trouble with like school or somebody that that then I'm probably more the lawnmower mm-hmm. <laughs> just clearing everything out. Yeah, that's so yeah. You're not doing any doing her any favors because when she goes off to college and has a yeah. hard time with school, yeah, where's my daddy to do this? So yeah, we try to be good with that where she's got to work her way through that stuff. And, and the shittiest thing is they're gonna fail. Yeah, and that's okay. It's yeah. actually better that they do because it's not like a shock when yeah if the first time you fail is like when you're away at college you're fucked yeah luckily for me I was a failure my whole life so. <laughs> yeah I got this I'm never disappointed I know this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking a well next time you're picking yourself up and dusting yourself off get our sponsor the Seattle Gummy Company yes they make high energy mocha shots. They get all the caffeine in a cup of coffee five times faster and half the price of a cup of coffee at one of those chain coffee shops. Yes. We've been enjoying them for over a year. I can't say enough good things about them. Their CBD ones are really good. Maybe use that when you're about to go nuclear and be a lawnmower parent. Take that and calm down. And (laughs) They also have like the vitamin ones if you're not into the caffeine boost. They also have, we talked about it before, they have like a post-workout one. Yeah. And we found out that if you have a night of drinking the next day, if you have a caffeine one and a post workout one, it actually helps with a hangover. Wow. Uh, which is kind of nice. Yeah. But that's click cool. The, click the link in the show notes, enter the code standupdads15, and get 15% off your order. Seattle Gummy Company, get shit. Ah, fuck. Seattle Gummy <laughs> Company, stand up dad tested and approved. Get shit done. We have merch. We've teamed up with Gag on this podcast. Go to tpublic.com. Actually, click the link. Deep throat microphone. Click the link in the show notes and check that out. Because I used to say go to tpublic and look for Gag on this. <laughs> do not do that. You're not going to be happy. Oh, my God. Find. Yeah, I've got to post post the things you get when you yeah. thanks a lot robert or you might find some really cool shit whatever i can't <laughs> judge get our ugly faces on a mug a shirt a magnet a notebook whatever pretty much they'll make it yeah uh, although the one thing they won't do is a lighter oh i cannot get our faces on a lighter because it looks like a cartoon and they say it's for kids oh so they don't want to have a lighter with a kid's cartoon on it Wow. Which pisses me off. Wow. That, anyway. Uh, that I did not know. Yep. And this brings us to... Here's a story about a bad daddy. Okay. This week, Louisiana father arrested on way to baby's delivery. So this happened on July 20th. A Louisiana man was arrested while driving his wife to the hospital for their birth of their child. Which, you know, we've all seen stories about yeah. that. And usually what happens in the movies is the cop goes, follow me, and turns on the lights. And And helps them, yeah. Yeah. So Zach Evans was racing to the hospital after his wife Bridget went into labor seven weeks early, which is scary. Yeah. Police clocked him driving 108 miles an hour in a 55 zone and passing people on the shoulder. Yeah. So he was not driving safely. Yeah. When he got pulled over, the wife is saying, my husband immediately started screaming, my wife is in labor, and I started screaming, I am in premature labor. And they both got out, and the cop said, get out of the car. 
The police pulled the couple over and placed Zach under arrest for speeding and failing to pull over. The dad said, I didn't have time to sit down and look at my speedometer. I was worried about her and the blood going down and my baby was dying. Yeah. Ambulance took Bridget to the hospital and they took Zach to jail to get booked. Wow. So Zach ended up catching a break at the jail, thanks in part to a doctor at the hospital who called and explained there might be issues with the pregnancy. Yeah, seven weeks early. Yeah. The officers wrote Evans a ticket and dropped him off at the hospital parking lot. Wow, didn't even take him to the door. No. By the time he got there, though, he had already missed the birth of his child. So I get Those up here. Those cops are kind of assholes. Kind of, yeah. Assholes, but yeah. Louisiana. Yeah. And for what it's worth, the dude was white. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. Because I would, exp- you know. Yeah, that's true. Because you think sometimes they get a pass. This guy, well, he didn't get beaten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> but true. Yeah. The couple's not happy about the way it played out, obviously, but they're thankful that the baby is alive and healthy. Thank God. Yeah, it could have been way worse. The baby could have died yeah. seven weeks early. Yeah, and the mom said, they wouldn't give us the chance to be able to experience something that we'll never get back. Yep. Because they were doing 108, I don't know if they'd be able to 108, I don't think is the problem. He was passing people on the shoulder. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to be hard for them to get any sort of even an apology if they're lucky out of them. Yeah. What's an apology going to do? I know. The fucked up thing is, though, this guy hasn't even been a dad for a day yet, and he already had to call in his mulligan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, fuck. (laughs) You're going to have a rough fucking time being a dad. Yep. Email us. Tell us what you think. The stand up dads at gmail.com. Subscribe, rate us, review us. It's how the show grows. If you want to hire someone to draw a picture of a dude missing the birth of his first bun, first bun? <laughs> if you want to hire someone to draw a picture of a dude missing the birth of his firstborn because he's in the backseat of a police car, who are they right to? You write to me, pencil for hire, uh, pencilforhire.com or pencil for hire on instagram i could picture that picture like he's in the back seat with his you know cuffed looking down so sad and a pregnant wife pointing at him yelling yeah yeah (laughs) with a puddle on the ground by her feet yeah (laughs) they just let her get taken by the ambulance yeah i think i'm gonna have to hire you to draw that yeah uh mike has a autobiographical comic uh collection called clumsy love it's got like 600 comic strips and it covers his life before and after having kids. They are hilarious. I loved them when he was doing them live. If you don't love it yourself, uh, your next podcast is free. Again, merch at tpublic.com. Click the link in the show notes and f- put our faces, our ugly faces on your stuff. Seattle Gummy Company, click the link in the show notes. Enter the code STANDUPDADS15. Get 15% off your order. And get my side project, the gag on this podcast that's run by Big Nick. We talk to comedians all over the place and have a great time doing it. I have no idea who we talk to because we're doing this two weeks in advance. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it went well. (laughs) Uh, You got anything to add to the boomerang kids? No. I mean, I just think it's kind of just the sign of the times that it's going to be harder and harder for people to to actually move out and stay Mm -hmm. moved out if you can't get a job that pays enough for you to live somewhere you know it's uh, funny. i can tell you're having a hard time with these topics just because i i know you don't even want to consider your i don't want to think about it yet i know it's coming and i know that's something we've always planned for is to make olivia um independent and mm-hmm. she is but it's gonna be awful for me you know that's i'll still be super sad but i don't i have the idea that I'll, she's gonna move out and i want to i'll see her through 
whatever it is in the future, some sort of hologram call. Hey, how are you? <laughs> All right, I got to go. It'll be the same as nowadays. Hey, love you. I got to go. <laughs> if The <laughs> fucked up thing is if you do a good job as, your, as a parent, yeah. your reward is being left alone. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be. The way I look at it is if I do a good job as a parent, my reward is I get left alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, on that note, we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. The thing I want to say is thank you all for coming. Bye-bye.